Attention everyone, this is an emergency broadcast. The unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go so that you can make the sound we broadcast as loud as possible. The monsters will now start attacking Tokyo. You may wish to deny it, but your eyes tell you it's true. Sound. I'll turn up the sound so you can hear the monsters dueling to the death. Welcome to episode 148 of the Kaiju Cast, a bi-monthly podcast 100% dedicated to Godzilla and all of his rubber-suited foes. My name is Kyle, and this is the fourth episode of July 2015, which, you know, negates that whole bi-monthly thing, but July was a big month for Kaiju fans, and and there's no reason that the Kaiju Cast shouldn't expand its release schedule to, you know, fulfill that desire there for, for more content, so... This is actually the second part of our Daikaiju discussion, not the discussion aspect, but normally we record everything in one big episode, so there would be the discussion, the news, catastrophic events, housekeeping, etc. We're splitting that up and trying something different this month. And hey, if you like it, if you like how the discussion itself was its own episode and the news roundup, which is what we're essentially doing right now, uh, is the second episode, let me know, because if that's, you know, if that's a content plus if you like that better than uh, downloading a three-hour episode, then I'm all for it. So with me here in the studio, we have Mr. Brian Cook. Hello, how's it going? <laughs> it's going well, and Rachel Cook is here as well. Hi again. And we lost Martin. Oh, no! It's okay. Martin has big things to do. So we're going to go ahead and just let him do those things, and we're going to move on and take care of some news. United Nations reporter Eric Carter with the news. The world is stunned to discover that prehistoric creatures exist in the 20th century. The armies have been alerted as we wait for more news from Japan. All right, so it's I say this every time. It feels like forever since we've done news, but uh, that's because we had sort of a wonky schedule while some things were getting done, so yeah. let's just jump right into it. Uh, first thing I want to talk about is Sci-Fi Japan has a preview of Godzilla in Hell issue two, which is done by Bob Eggleton. Both the uh, the artwork and the story, I guess, were were all done by Bob. Uh, so they have a preview up on their website. I'll have a link in the show notes to that. Just out of curiosity, have either of you guys read Godzilla in Hell yet? No, not I, yet. I read, but I'm looking forward I, to I it. I read my first issue, and uh, I'd be very interested to know your take on it. Okay. <laughs> cool. One of, something tells me that this is going to be one of those series that's really not going to be completely, it's not going to be completely, like, coherent until you have the whole thing in front of you. Okay. And and even then, maybe not coherent. <laughs> you know, Godzilla is literally in hell. So uh, that's how it starts out. I won't give out any spoilers, but if you want to see, you know, the preview for Sci-Fi Japan's uh, Godzilla in Hell 2 by Bob Eggleton. Just follow the link in the show notes. Uh, another news item that I thought was very, very interesting is that Subaraya premiered a brand new Ultraman television show called Ultraman X. Not only did that premiere in Japan at the same time on Crunchyroll, the web streaming service that uh, allows everyone in the world, pretty much, I think everyone in America, maybe to watch anime uh, pretty much right when it comes out in Japan they partnered with Subaraya to bring Ultraman X to American viewers subtitled at the same time, which That's is awesome. pretty rad. That's very uh, cool. And because of that, Tiger and I actually watched episode one, which came out last week. And I think they're doing like multiple episodes because uh, they're, I believe we're expecting episode three in just a couple of days. But yeah, it was interesting um, I think I, well, I talked to you guys about it earlier, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. basically, uh, I, you know, <clears throat> as many of the listeners know, I'm not as well versed on Ultraman stuff as I am on the regular movie centric stuff. So I've only watched Ultra Q in its entirety, Ultraman, the original 66 series in its entirety, and some of the, uh, Ultra 7. Additionally, I've seen a handful of things here and there. When Ultraman Tiga was being broadcast on Fox, Tiger and I did actually watch it for a little bit. 
Um, but it's, uh, you know, aside from that and, you know, a couple of the movies that have come out, I really don't know Ultraman stuff very well. So jumping, you know, face first into this brand new series from Japan, I was a little out of my element and I didn't really like it so much. The tokusatsu stuff, the stuff, special effects stuff with suits and miniatures and, you know, explosions, that was rad and very well done, actually. I want to say that maybe three Ultraman series ago, it seemed like everything was blue screen. So seeing Mm. actual physical sets, actual tokusatsu stuff being built and created specifically for this production actually is pretty cool. And seeing that still being perpetuated is really great. So I'm really glad that, you know, Subaraya hasn't completely kicked off their shoes and just gone straight into the CGI deep end. But, um, but you know, as we'll talk about something like that in a second too, but the, uh, the, the takeaway that I had from Ultraman X was that it was really just a commercial for Mm -hmm. toys and accessories that Bandai who owns, I think like 30% of Subaraya Bandai is creating. And I got really kind of like, what the hell's going on here? Uh, you know, that was sort of like the vibe I had when I was watching it. Cause I, again, I haven't seen any of those recent series, but uh, apparently according to my friend, Dan, starting several series ago, they were just like really trying to not having to devolve into turning the show into a direct commercial. Cause there's a big difference between, <laughs> you know, you can have a TV show that is obviously there to sell toys. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, when you have someone pulling out a card reader and then choosing a card from the air and then sticking that card into the card reader, it's pretty obvious that Bandai is going to be releasing a set of cards, a a card reader, and then uh, individual kaiju that you can put onto the card reader that it'll actually read that stuff. I don't know if those are actual products, but I would not be shocked in the least if they showed up and became part of the marketplace. Oh yeah, I mean it's, it's like Pokemon and yeah, the, you yeah. know Yu-Gi-Oh. That's what Tiger said. Like, what is this oh, Yu-Gi-Oh? Okay. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, those aspects of it really bugged me. And apparently, according to my friend Dan, like other shows, the Common Rider series have been doing that for a long time. So it was almost like Subaraya held out for as long as they could, and now they're finally mm-hmm. like, okay, you've defeated us, children, and this is how it is. So uh, I'll have a link in the show notes to episode one, which is called A Voice from the Starry Sky. And I got to say, the monster, the kaiju in episode one is pretty rad. I would not be opposed to considering opening up my collection to more ultra kaiju <laughs> if they look this good. So nice. uh, it's very, it's got some very classic stuff. And uh, there's a, also an article on sci-fi Japan with press notes for Ultraman X. We'll have a link in the show notes to both of those things. And I'm looking forward to seeing episode two and maybe possibly episode three. If I do actually, if I can get past the whole, this is a commercial kind of aspect of things. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like I should be able to do that since the main draw for me and other Kaiju fans is the tokusatsu work. Mm-hmm. But uh, you guys should check it out and let me know yeah. what you think. Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah, I think it's-, uh, it's, there's another thing I'll say the science patrol team, whatever their, their actual term, their name was uh, they have really cool suits, which in my opinion is a rarity in Ultraman television shows. <laughs> You don't like the orange jumpsuits? I find the orange pajama jumpsuits, uh, spandex <laughs> pajama, pajama jumpsuits to be kind of interesting. Jumpsuits. But yeah, yeah, I would never wear one unless I was specifically like, no, I'm cosplaying here. Yeah. You know? Oh, you're crazy. They look, I wear them daily to work. <laughs> well, that makes sense. You work yeah. in a professional environment. I'm a, right. I'm a graphic designer. So, yeah. Uh, moving along <laughs> to our next, uh, next thing here. Also related to Ultraman, this uh, all-CGI trailer was released for something that's happening, I believe, next year on July 7th. It is for a brand new Ultraman series. I don't know what it's called, but they showed this teaser of Ultraman fighting a kaiju, and it is freaking awesome. What did you guys think about that? Yeah, I thought it looked amazing. I'm usually not a CGI guy, but boy, this looked really, really, really good. Yeah. I showed Tiger that, right? Mm-hmm. 
And then we watched the Ultraman X. And he was actually more impressed with Ultraman X, I think, just because, like, even though Tiger doesn't consider himself a Godzilla fan, he's grown up, like, learning an appreciation for Japanese traditional Japanese, you know, mm-hmm. special effects. So I was surprised to hear him say that he liked that. But then again, I also was not surprised because of how he was raised. This CGI version is freaking awesome and fun. I've watched it like six times now. Yeah. Nice. I have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really looking forward to when they finally actually do something with it. And we can see something more than just like, what, a five minute video. It absolutely like makes me excited for whatever they're going to do. Oh, another thing about that is like, we watched that and then I watched the Ultraman X show. (laughs) And so when, August posted the details about it, like what it was. And I'll have a link in the show notes to his message about that. If, if it's on Facebook or on his blog, uh, when he posted about that, one of the things he mentioned, what is it? was that it is a Ultraman show aimed at adults. Oh. And so at first I was like, why you gotta, why you gotta be ageist about it? Why you gotta <laughs> aim it at adults? But now after seeing the freaking toy commercial yeah. that was Ultraman X, I think I get it. And I approve. And I can't wait to see what they're going to do with it. Nice. Yeah, I th- I was really impressed with them using the CGI. It still looked like the um, kaiju had some weight to him, like when he was being thrown around by Ultraman. Yeah. It yeah. was very impressive, the way they did it. Because usually that's the biggest problem I have with CGI, is it feels like it's just this floaty computer image, which it is, but you feel like there's no weight when they're slamming around the monsters and the fights seem so unrealistic as I, you know, you 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 just... It, in the point where, yeah, yeah, you know, suspending your disbelief, you really have to. Yeah, you have it, to crank that up to eleven that, when yeah. you're talking about a big giant foam rubber suit that's hooked up to the rafters with a with a cable and a dude yeah. underneath swinging them around. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think it worked pretty well in this trailer, and I'm excited about it. Yeah, I'm excited too. I can't remember the monster that's in it. But I know that the fight happens in Shibuya, right next to the Hachiko statue. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. So I'll have a link in the show notes to that as well. And yeah, so definitely check that out. And I'm sure we'll have more on that as it arises. Summer Wonder Festival is happening in Japan right now. And, uh, oh my God, I want to go to one of these things so bad. Someday, I'm hoping that one of my trips to Japan overlaps with a summer or hopefully actually winter wonder festival show because man it looks so cool to like walk through the halls of whatever show you know venue they're at and seeing all these kits that are being made by people who are standing right in front of you and nice like i mean there's a lot of stuff that i don't care for but there's a lot of kaiju related stuff too the kaiju related stuff this year that i've seen has pretty much been because of checking the hashtag wf2015s and stuff like Wonder Festival and, and looking at what people have been posting online because there's some rad stuff. I know a couple things I'm excited for. Number one, with a bullet. Uh, you can't see it. Oh, you can. This is, this is my X plus 1996 camera. Awesome. In the 25 centimeter scale. Mm-hmm. They're putting out Legion. Oh, oh nice. finally. Excellent. And I can't. I can't wait to hear more about it because now yeah. I'm kind of like, okay, what's the internet exclusive going to be? My prediction, here we are on, uh, what are we at? Is July 26th. My prevent, my prediction on July 26th is that the Rick Boy feature is going to be a miniature soldier legion. Oh, That's what okay. I predict. Yeah. Nice. That'd be cool. What I'm hoping that they don't do is they don't go, oh yeah, we'll just make a light up feature because that's yeah not as interesting. Yeah. But yeah. 25 centimeter, which is going to be freaking big because Legion is a big monster. Mm-hmm. I have a spot in my collection already reserved right here, right <laughs> next to this guy. Uh, yeah, that's the big one that I'm looking forward to there. I mean, there's obviously some other cool stuff coming out that, uh, that they showed. Uh, you guys weren't here for it, but I talked with Dave Helfrey about the Kaiju remix series from Dunk. If you heard me talk about that. Some, I haven't finished the episode yet. Yeah. Some company called Dunk is releasing these fantastic, beautiful ultra kaiju that have been reimagined by 
uh, oh. modern day sculptors. Okay, yeah. And they, mm. one of, uh, one of them I'm getting for sure is Bemular and it looks awesome by this guy named Paul Komoda. And, uh, it's beautiful, and, but they just also posted photos of their Dada, their new version, mm. their remix version of Dada. So right now that means they've got the Cicada Man from Ultra Q. They have Astromons from. Ooh, Ultraman Ace, 80, something like that. Return of Ultraman. So muddy. One of those guys. Astromons. They've got Bemular, Gama Kujira, who is the pearl eating monster. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah. 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 Uh, And now they have Dada, which looks very much more like an alien than just a dude in pajamas. But uh, yeah, it's cool. The, The dunk series is, is really cool. And the, the Bemular figure comes out in September. So I'm like, my birthday. What kind of scale are they? Uh, I think they're about 25 centimeter scale. So about like these guys, maybe they okay. might be taller. I, d- I think it depends, dep- you know, based on the sculpt too. Yeah. Cause like Gama Kujira, right? So he's not going to be super tall because he's right. a quadruped. But mm-hmm. anyway, anyway, but the, some of the really cool stuff, I'm hopefully going to be posting things on the KaijuCast Facebook page from Wonder Festival because they're really things that if you're a model kit builder, you'd mm-hmm. be really excited for. But sometimes there's things that are just, you know, Hey, check out this brand new figure. Did I, I did show you the, the Ghidra figure that I want, right? The black Ghidra with the gold highlights. Oh, I didn't. No, no, I haven't <laughs> seen that. I'll have to show you that. It's from, uh, it's from Gigabrain. So like everybody displays there, model creators, toy creators, everybody cool. shows stuff there. So, uh, summer wonder festival, really, really looking forward to seeing what comes out of there. Uh, additionally, more product news. We've got, uh, some updates from Diamond Comics, the distribution company. They have in their catalog the Jet Jaguar Bank from Diamond Select Toys, which Excellent. with a you know, a couple of small exceptions, those guys are knocking it out of the park on their bank designs. I don't know how yeah. functional they are, but the fact that you can buy like an eight inch tall Jet Jaguar figure, essentially, not not by Bandai, yeah. by mm-hmm. an American company that looks just as good, if not better, than a Bandai figure, is it just blows me away. Yeah. So you it's know, what I'm, I dreamed of as a kid. Right? Isn't There's that? Yeah, totally. Here, yeah. Totally. So I'm really glad that the, they're putting stuff out like that and to continue to put out awesome stuff. Because that's one of the reasons we need stuff like this to happen is to bring in new collectors and new people mm-hmm. who, who are, have a passing fancy for Godzilla and they want to know more. Yeah. Those are the kinds of people we want listening to the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, let's see what else is on there. So there's the Jet Jaguar Bank from Diamond Select Toys, NECA's 1954 Godzilla. Cool. Uh, and so, yeah, SH Monster Arts dirty version of the, of the 64. You can't really see them from over here. The, wow. So I have the 64 to hand. The problem with SH Monster Arts recently is that they like to reissue their figures with new paint jobs. Something from the nineties that drove me crazy with yeah. collecting Todd <laughs> McFarlane toys, right? But the, yeah, they're doing different color variants of these these monsters. So, so far, they've come out with, like, there's a color variant of the original 94 figure that they did as the Meltdown figure for San Diego Comic-Con. They did an original color design of Godzilla 2000, and then they came out mm. with a secondary one, which is more muted colors. They did a King Ghidra from the Heisei era. They're doing a new colored version, like a different gold being used. I don't exactly know what the deal is, but, and yeah, so now they're doing this dirty version, the appearance version of the 64 Godzilla, the Mosugoji suit for their SH Monster Arts line. And, you know, as someone who really, I don't, I I don't want to buy more SH Monster Arts stuff because, you know, it's got, it's got a bad history of things coming off and parts not fitting well together. And, and that's, that's not something I'm into. I say that. And then they do stuff like put out Batra and I'm like, <laughs> ah, I gotta get Batra. Uh, I was on a panel at G Fest and they were like, we talked about the Mecha King Ghidra that came with the Dorats. Oh, and I really yeah. just want the Dorats. For, yes. Even though the Mecha King Ghidra is a gorgeous figure, it's just one of those things right. like I don't want to collect them. So I'm actually okay with the repaints coming out, because that means I'm less tempted to get something else. That's all from that particular update. There's a link in the show notes to Sci-Fi Japan's article about the August Diamond previews. 
Uh, I think what we're going to do is we are going to continue with more news in just a couple of minutes, but we're going to play a song to take a little break for ourselves. This is the main title theme from Ultraman X. Okay, I don't know why I had to play that song. I just wanted a little break. Something to actually delineate between the upcoming news and the news that has already happened. So if I had been more on top of things, we would have already covered this kind of news. But uh, here we are at the end of July, and I think it's high time we started talking about some of this stuff. Like the Google Doodle that celebrated Tsuburaya's 114th birthday. I had so much fun playing with this and honestly, super cool that Google did that. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. I mean, I I don't really check out those Google Doodles so much. You know, every once in a while I see something cool happen and, you know, obviously. Like Pac-Man on on the roads and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that stuff invades my social media world and I'm like, oh, what's this? When something like this happens, that's when people are like, oh, my God, dude, did you see this? Yeah. And I get it from all different angles. So it was really cool. It's always fun to actually have that happen, have people be mm-hmm. like, dude, check it out. So I loved it. Did you guys play the game? The yes. mini game? Yeah. I mm-hmm. sucked at the mini game. <laughs> I, I didn't have enough time to actually spend like trying to improve my scores and yeah. stuff. I was doing great at the first few levels. And then, man, I don't know if it's just because I was using a trackpad and not a mouse or what, but I was having a lot of troubles making the, I think it was squashing the tanks and stuff, <laughs> but it was so much fun and it was so yeah. cool to see. And it was really adorable. And uh, if anybody is interested in finding out more about this Google doodle, there's actually a page on Google's website where you can check out all like behind the scenes, making of stuff and mm. seeing how they put it all together. And I'm really psyched that they did that. And if you haven't checked it out, they've got it archived and you can, you can play with it online. I'm guessing forever. Because that's how Google's yeah. going to work, right? Oh, that's Forever. Cool. I didn't realize that you can go to an archive of them. Yeah, yeah so I'll have a link in the show notes to that. So anybody can play that. You didn't have to hit that on the day that it came out. Cool. Uh, moving on. Another thing that came out recently, uh, I believe last week or the week before, was the Godzilla game from Bandai Namco. And this showed up the day after I got back from G-Fest. And... I was like, sweet, I got the game. But as many listeners know, I don't have a PlayStation 4. So Brian and Rachel 
came over just the other day and we played the game. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some negative reviews online, which I guess don't, that doesn't really surprise me. It also doesn't really bother me because I know that most reviews look at things objectively or try to look at things objectively from being a gamer. And I don't consider myself to be a gamer. I consider myself to be a Godzilla fan. And for me, this game so far with what little I've played of it, this game has definitely filled the hole left by Godzilla Unleashed. And yeah. I'm excited to, you know, as a fan, as a super fan, I'm really excited to see what else is in the game and, and play the game and, and basically try and hit that 100% mark where I can do everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Eventually, when I get a PlayStation 4, because the the real takeaway here is that I don't have a PlayStation 4. I've never had a PlayStation device, really. And uh, this game, because I want to play it that badly is going to force me to buy a PlayStation 4 at some point. It's probably used, probably used, but yeah. <laughs> it is a good investment. It looks it looks beautiful. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on the game? Well, yeah. Uh, Have you yeah. played it more now that you yes, spend some more sure. time on it? Uh yeah, for the listeners, Kyle has let me babysit his copy of Godzilla <laughs> on my PS4. <laughs> you take good care of my game. I do. I am a bit big gamer and I can see why people would criticize it, but mm-hmm. I think if you're going to play a Godzilla game, you got to expect that you're going to be basically controlling a slow moving monster. And if that's not what you are signing up for, you shouldn't play a Godzilla game. So with that said, I really enjoyed it. I, it, uh, you smash up cities, Katamari Damacy style where you're growing bigger. Mm-hmm. So the object is to make more damage to grow bigger. And that puts you in very interesting situations. I was Godzilla 64 on a level where I wasn't doing a lot of damage and I was teeny tiny. And this Mecha Godzilla, 74 Mecha Godzilla showed up. That was maybe three or four times bigger than me. And it was terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) He was trouncing around the level and he annihilated me because I was so small. But the game does create those situations where you could grow to be a massive Rodan and knock around a little tiny Angulus. Like it's all depending on how you play the game. Interesting. Yeah. But I've, I've really had some fun with it. It's very cool. It's got a lot of unlockables, which as an old school gamer, that really scratches a very specific itch for me. I love unlocking things. Yeah. That's cool. I, I'm a big fan of unlocking things. I'm a big fan of getting a hundred percent on a game. Uh, except if the game makes you play online with other people. Now, this game does have an online multiplayer feature, but doesn't yeah. have an, what would you call that? Co-op or? Uh, local uh, co-op. Local, There's yeah. No, co-op. no, There's no local screen. multiplayer. Now, I did play online though, and it was kind of amazing. I was Godzilla and somebody else chose Jet Jaguar and somebody else chose Space Godzilla. And me and the Jet Jaguar guy, without communicating, teamed up against space godzilla because that's how it should be godzilla should yeah. team up with yeah. the jaguar definitely uh i did get completely destroyed by the guy playing a space godzilla but needless <laughs> to say for for that one small amount of time i was like wow this is kind of amazing that i'm playing a game where the point is me and jet jaguar are supposed to beat space godzilla like yeah and, and hopefully if you do get to the point where you beat him you get that handshake <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah the jet jaguar handshake. yeah you know, the thing about the game is that I, I fill my time with lots of, of stuff to do. So like, you know, you guys know, I just finished the, working on a oh, yeah. whole bunch of stuff, but I just don't give myself very much time for video games. I don't want to promise anything, but I'm having to sign up for a PlayStation account in order to play this game. So there is a chance at some point in the future, there might be some sort of Kaiju cast centric gatherings, games. I don't know how to deal with this yet, Yeah, but it seems that because I can't just, you know, go, Hey dude, you want to come over and play Godzilla with me? That there might be uh, a desire to (laughs) meet up with people online later and play, play online with other people. So I'm psyched to play it more because you guys were over here for like a couple hours and I maybe played it for a couple hours Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. uh, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. And uh, something that lady Kyle remarked on and i completely agree is that okay because one time i needed to eat something and brian i was like here play play this level for me it's just as fun to watch as it is to play i think oh, yeah yeah might sure it might be a little fun more fun to play but <laughs> definitely fun to watch 
definitely, is, definitely fun to watch. It's got some cool elements too of the um, the picture mode, and so even Brian's shown me some of the pictures. You can snap a photo during a fight mm-hmm. in certain sections, and it's even cool just to look at some of the pictures that he gets. And I'm like, there's just some really awesome yeah. shots that you get and definitely some cool fights. And she's um, not even talking about the actual picture mode. So where you place the figures around. And oh, right. The diorama mode. Yeah. Oh, that's, right. Yeah. You're just talking about the awesome in-game too. stuff. Yeah, no, just right. in-game. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, the diorama mode we yeah. played with a little bit today before we came over. And um, it's a little bit more limited than I was expecting. So I was a little bit disappointed um, because you only have certain spots you can put the kaiju and you can move them up and down and you can size them a little bit differently. However, it's not really like a free floating flying kind of like when you go into um, creative mode in Minecraft, for those of you that are gamers, <laughs> where you can fly and just place and things place wherever. And, anywhere, you know, yeah. it's it is more like you have to move back and forth on these blocks like as if your chess pieces on a chessboard like you only have those spots you can put them in right. and so that is a, a little bit disappointed and you can only they have a limit of only four monsters at a time and i think that's not enough i think you should well, be able to put more in a scene because that'd be much more fun i think you're just you just want a scene full of monsters yeah i do who doesn't? So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm probably not alone in this. But, uh, but but no, I did put, because there's different figures that you unlock as you go, there's different poses of the figures. And so yeah. there was Mothra in several Mothra poses. Wings in different poses. Yeah. One of the Godzilla figures I unlocked is actually the... The, the Shea? Nice. Yeah, yeah nice. which is great. And then one of the other now, is that is that a cross costume thing so would you ever be able to see the like angulus do the shade dance or is it just no. godzilla yeah it's it's just the godzilla like uh the way it, you have to basically unlock each individual pose of okay. the action action figure and uh that's one of godzilla's poses but then like say i've unlocked a bunch of 74 mecha godzilla figures and uh-huh. he doesn't do the dance but he has other like Mecha Godzilla specific, right, yeah. like his fingers and stuff like that. So that's awesome. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to spending some more time with the game. The thing the, that sucks is that you know I have to travel to play it, or you guys have to travel to play. Yeah. It, so. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'm more than willing to come over, and, and I play appreciate more, that, so. buddy. But you know, it's it's one of those things where eventually down the road, I just need to get my own. Yeah. I just I don't know when that's going to happen, but I need to get my own. Yeah. And uh, I've if, actually, I can, if anybody has a good hookup, legal hookup for like uh, around the 250 range, I'm totally, I'd be on board faster for, <laughs> for something like that than $400. Yeah. I just can't, I, the idea of spending $400 on any one particular thing. Oh yeah. And you're, you're mm-hmm. talking to a dude who's in a room filled with expensive toys. None of these were over $400, I think. Maybe, maybe one might have been over $400, but no, I don't think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just difficult to, to look at my financial situation and go, yes, PlayStation 4, gimme. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. I'm very excited to see what happens in the game and, you know, let me know if you, if you find anything cool and you're like, you gotta see this, man. Yeah, the hotel is in there. Yeah, I, I do, you I did know that? about the hotel. Yeah. I, I've been following Gormaru Island. And they've been posting a lot of stuff. So anytime something came oh, out of nice. a Japanese magazine, they'd scan it and then put a translation up about it. So I know that it's got a ton of monsters, like this, uh, the 56 Rodan's in there, mm-hmm. the 68 Angulus is in there. Just like, it's crazy cool how much stuff they put in. Um, and that's one of the things that I was saying, like when you brought it over, I was like, this game really seems like it's made for Godzilla oh, yeah. fans. It's not made for mm-hmm. like the average Joe who's just like, let me buy a Godzilla game. Ah, this is annoying. It's made for people who are going to be like, oh snap, they've got the 1974 Mecha Godzilla and the 1975 Mecha Godzilla. Yes. So Tiger, because yeah. t- Tiger was like, oh man, they showed Mecha Godzilla, the, the show us Mecha Godzilla twice in the trailer. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's actually because Technically speaking, it's two different Mechagodzillas. That's true, yeah. So, uh, I'm, I don't know. I've, I've already said enough about it. I'm very excited to play that game. Very excited to dive more into it. Uh, you know, one of the reasons that I haven't been able to think of anything else but my work is the 
documentary is yeah. we've been working on Hail to the King, 60 Years of Destruction, and we did it. It's mm-hmm. done. It's online. Anybody can watch it on YouTube. And uh, we did premiere it at G-Fest. And yeah. so, man, if you are interested in checking out Hail to the King, I'll have a link in the show notes. I should actually, you know, be smart posting like a permanent banner at the top of the Kaiju <laughs> yeah, page no that kidding. says, go yeah, watch my d- documentary. Great idea. Uh, it's gone over pretty well so far. People nice. have said some really nice things about it. Uh, some people have actually gone so far as to say, okay, when can we see the sequel? And I'm like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I have no plans for a sequel at this point. That was a daunting time of my life. And I don't think it would be fair for me to jump into anything like that for a little while. So we'll be taking a nice break, working on some personal projects that don't involve months and months of editing (laughs) and so forth. Uh, Actually, we had two screenings at G-Fest. Both of them were full, which was pretty rad. Awesome. Uh, the first screening I could not attend, so I just ran down and saw the last, you know, couple of minutes of the movie and then, you know, went up for the Q&A. And then the second screening, the screening was supposed to be at 3, got bumped to 3.30, which kind of got bumped pretty much to 4, which meant that the hour and five-minute documentary finished at, like, 5.05. And I am sitting there sweating bullets because I know I have to leave for the airport for my 730 <laughs> flight. <laughs> so I basically jumped up on the stage right after and I was like, thank you guys for coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really quickly shot a video of the, uh, you guys watched it, right? You guys did watch the documentary. Oh, yeah. oh we watched the documentary. Yeah, so yeah absolutely. The, the part where uh, Yoshio Suchi is talking about being in Chicago mm-hmm. and, and after he saw the 1998 Godzilla film and how everybody was like, Gojira, Gojira, oh, Japanese, yeah. Gojira. I asked everybody to do that and I shot nice. a video of it. So oh, cool. hopefully at some point in the future, I'll be able to show that to Yoshio Suchia just to be like, hey, thanks yeah. for being in the documentary. <laughs> That'd man. be great. Nice. Yeah. This is, belongs a little more in the housekeeping. I think it might show uh, in Portland, hopefully at Rose City Comic Con. Because Rose City Comic Con, we're going to try and make it to a big deal for mm-hmm. Kaiju Cast stuff. Uh, if you're a listener and you're in the area, make sure you keep your ears peeled to what we're talking about for the Kaiju Cast. Uh, in addition to Hail to the King being launched, once I got back from G Fest, it wasn't very long until Shout Factory's movie marathon happened, where they showed Kaiju movies for 24 hours. Did you guys check any of that out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we put it on for a little while. Yeah, mm-hmm. I put it on for like a lot of while. Like, yeah. <laughs> like if if I had if I could have done it, I would have just put it up on the big screen or on a TV and left it running the entire time it was happening. But unfortunately, the way that they the way that Shout Factory decided to do this, it's different from how they do the Turkey Day, the Mystery Science Theater Turkey Day. So you had to go to Pluto.tv and go to channel 425 or 427, something like that, and then watch it through the Pluto.tv app or through their web browser. And at first, their web browser wasn't working, and the app was the only thing that would work. And it was really kind of annoying at first. Um, it was mostly annoying because I made a big deal of it. I was like, <laughs> Tiger, this is what we're doing tonight. We're going to go, go downstairs. I got us some snacks. We, I totally did. I bought us like... Nice. Like movie, <laughs> nice. movie snacks. We made popcorn, had root beer, and we watched Ultra Q essentially. And after a while, it was like, okay, I'm tired. It's late. We got to go to bed. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I had a great time. August Ragoni did a fantastic job of doing the intros for the movies and, and so forth. I wish I could have seen all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but unfortunately, I only got to see maybe like four of August's interlude pieces, the interstitiary bits. I want them to do it again. Yeah. I want yeah, them to do it awesome every idea. year. I want them to choose a date like November 3rd or the weekend around November 3rd and do a kaiju movie marathon every year. And I want them to improve it. I want them to put it on, sh- on the <laughs> Shout Factory yeah. or, or whatever they do for the Mystery Science Theater thing. So you can just watch it on YouTube. Because mm-hmm. that was my biggest issue was that I really could either watch on my phone or I could watch on my laptop. And there was no way for me to put it up on the big screen mm. unless I hooked my laptop up to the big screen. Oh, um, see, our computer's hooked to our, our projector. So yeah, we always, that, yeah. And that's, I mean, it, when I didn't have to work on stuff, that mm-hmm. was fine. Yeah. But, you know, 
my weekends are not relaxing weekends. So <laughs> I was like, after a while, I was like, this is great, but I have podcasts to edit. So right. I, had to, I had to switch gears. Anyway, that was a lot of fun. If you seriously, if you watched it and enjoyed it, Shout Factory was very good about being on social media and checking that out. In fact, mm-hmm. they replied to one of my comments about it. And so I really hope that they're listening to the fans. And if so, if you want that, if you want them to do it again, speak up, jump on social media, jump on Twitter, jump on Facebook, send them a message, send them a tweet, send them something that says, this was awesome. We really loved it. You need to do it again. Yeah. That's what I did. So follow suit, people. (laughs) We're going to move along to the next bit of news. And I'm actually curious if you guys even knew about this. Did you know that Attack on Titan premiered in Hollywood last week? Or no. two two weeks ago, the really? Movie did? The movie? I didn't know that. I was I didn't realize it was done actually. Yeah, they premiered it because San Diego Comic Con was wow. the same weekend as G Fest. Oh. Shinji Higuchi was at San Diego Comic Con, and that oh. rat bastard Chris Mowry got to meet him. <gasps> oh, how dare he! He knows I'm kidding. I love this. <laughs> I'm super jealous that he got to meet That's Higuchi awesome. because I've been, I've been dying to meet Higuchi for a long time. Didn't go to G-Fest when he was there. So, wah, wah on my part. But uh, it's really cool that, uh, yeah, that it premiered cool. in LA. Yeah. I will say I'm surprised at the lack of reviews. Hmm. But thankfully, Danny, one of the uh, guys who submitted his homework, mm-hmm. Danny actually sent me a link to... Uh, Anime News Network's coverage of the live action movie review. So they went to the Egyptian theater to check it out. And I'll have a link in the show notes if you're very interested in that. I actually think that I'm not going to watch the cartoon. I'm going to watch the movie first. And if I like the movie or if I'm interested by the movie, I will go check out the cartoon, the the anime. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, if you did not know this, Funimation has purchased the licensing rights to distribute the films in the United States this fall. So, if you didn't get to see the L.A. premiere, chances are in a few months it might be coming to a theater near you. So, I'll have links in the show notes to that information. And, of course, if the movie does come out and, you know, is relevant to kaiju nerds, then we'll be posting information about screenings as they happen. And one last thing I wanted to talk about here. Great news for our friend Keith, who writes the indie comic called Kadoja. It has been picked up by 215 Inc., and will be available through your local comic book shop. Check out page 428 of the August 2015 Previews magazine for the order code AUG151747 to pre-order Kadoja at your local comic book shop. I think that pretty much kills it for the news segment. There's a couple of other things uh, around that I wanted to talk about. Mike Vazquez, who is a uh, kaiju fan, has a Popzilla Kickstarter campaign with only about a week left. It ends on August 3rd. It's a pretty cool campaign. So check this out. I think what I'm going to start doing is actually, if there are kaiju related Kickstarter campaigns, I'm just going to share that information. Yeah. yeah. So uh, check out the campaign. If you like what you see, throw the guy a couple of bucks and help make it happen. I think he's actually already passed his goal, but not by very much. Stretch goals are always awesome. Take it from a Kickstarter campaigner. <laughs> <Right>? myself. <laughs> what is the popzilla? Popzilla is a crossover art book featuring iconic characters from film, video games, comics, and more reimagined as terrifying kaiju. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, check out the link in the show notes to the to the Kickstarter campaign. Like I said, it ends on August 3rd. So we're going to move along to catastrophic events. Not much to talk about for catastrophic events at the moment. Uh, the next thing on my radar is Rose City Comic Con. Ah, what are we doing? We're talking about hey, catastrophic events right here at Rose City Comic Con. Perfect. Rose City Comic Con takes place every year here in Portland, Oregon, and the uh, the next show is September 19th and September 20th. Yes, I got that right. <laughs> at the Oregon Convention Center. Now, some very cool things are happening, KaijuCast related. First of all, Keith Foster and I are going to be sharing a booth, not an artist alley table this year. We are sharing a booth. And we have decided that we are going to sell some stuff, but for the most part, we're going to turn our booth into a photo op. Cool. Sweet. So uh, essentially, if you have a giant monster costume, you're going to want to come to our booth. I don't <laughs> nice. have the booth number yet or any of that stuff, but, uh, you know, as I said earlier, keep your ears peeled. 
because that kind of information will be shared on the podcast. Yeah, we're going to have like a cut out buildings and stuff. Tokusatsu scene. Yeah. Nice. I'm actually tempted to turn it into a little bit more of a tokusatsu thing with like wires coming down, holding up stuff. But there's no need to overcomplicate things for, you know, what's (laughs) essentially going to be people walking in going, thanks and bye. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But um, especially when you have really tall ceilings in the convention center that are not. Yeah, that's true. I need a really, really long (laughs) fishing line for this. Uh, yeah, what else are we doing? So I said earlier the Hail to the King hopefully is going to uh, screen there, which will be pretty awesome. And then the other thing, <gasps> the other thing at the convention, which Rachel is gasping about, the other thing at the convention is our Kaiju Cast panel. You know, we the first time we did one, it went over really well. That was the Kaiju Pacific Rim. It was packed. The next one we did last year was Godzilla versus everything, which was a lot of fun to do, but damn if it wasn't a lot of work <laughs> on my yeah, part. Right. Uh, and I thought the, re- the turnout was pretty good for that. They put us in a really big panel room, which mm-hmm. probably was a little overkill. But this year I wanted to shake things up. And after our, was it the last one? The oxygen? Uh, yeah, it was. I the think last it was the oxygen last, yeah. destroyer. The last oh, yak, yak attack. attack for we'll Jeff. Talk about that later. Out. Okay, we can talk about that now. <laughs> Holy crap. I got ambushed by Jeff Zorno at the listener party where he was like, dude, what are you doing? Oxygen destroyer? That's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it should be and always will be yak attack in my heart. So that's how it is in my phone. Yeah. So. I, I, I don't know what to I say. Still I, refer to I, it I still got to figure this out. I, I haven't I figured out if I want to change it back to Yak Attack or just have it be Oxygen Destroyer. So <laughs> apparently Jeff was not the only one that thought that. So immediately after he admitted that so to me, <laughs> uh, somebody else chimed in as well. So I don't know. I I I thought it would be kind of cool to include the listeners. I guess Jeff Zorno doesn't care about my listeners. <laughs> Although, I mean, we're talking about, okay, so one listener <laughs> says Oxygen Destroyer, but we don't really know how the rest of the listeners feel about it. So you make know. sure you write an email to yeah. Rachel. <laughs> 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 but seriously, uh, we'll figure all that out later. Look, this is yeah. a month we're not yeah. having an Thanks. Oxygen Destroyer, so we've got a month to figure it out. That's right. Uh, let's see here. So are we going to talk about the actual panel? Or is that where you're going into? Yeah, yeah. So the actual, thank you. I was, I was making my way there. Okay. That's cool. Kind of seemed like you were going to change subjects. And I was like, all right, Jamata, everybody. Easy. I'm so excited about it. You should be excited about it. In fact, so should the listeners. And if, uh, uh, let's see, what did I call it? Oh, I know. You know it? Yes. Okay, so we sub- I submitted a panel request. This is the KaijuCast panel, talking about building on things, right? So last yeah. year we did Ka- Godzilla versus Everything. This year, different spin on it. We're doing a game show. Woo! And the name yeah. of the panel is called... Giant Monster Happy Challenge! Yes. <laughs> is that it, really? Is that what I yeah. said? Yeah! <laughs> Are you already regretting it? No, I'm not regretting it. I think you put on the official oh, yeah, panel yeah. description, it's Kaiju, Kaiju Cast, yeah. colon, giant monster happy yeah, challenge. I'm fine with it. The Kaiju Cast is back to host a new kind of show, a game show. Kaiju-themed prizes go to the lucky winners. Fun and excitement go to everyone. Woo! Join the hosts, Kyle, Jeff, Brian, Rachel, and Dave for a battle of wits and wisdom of all things Kaiju. Oh, yeah. It's official. <laughs> Guess who wrote I that? I love it. <laughs> I, I might have had some input. Yeah, but that's okay because that's what I wanted. I wanted help. And so Rachel is helping me with this. Lady Kyle is also very interested in being yes. on the game show committee. Sweet. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't really want to say too much because we haven't really figured all of it out. But I do know that it's not going to be audience members versus the Kaiju Cast co-hosts for as trivia much as or we anything. Want to do that? Right? Yeah, yeah. But the but you know it should be. It'll it be, be more fair. fun. It'll be more fun. <laughs> yeah. Also, I will say that uh, at at this point, the plan is to make sure that. If you're going to be at Rose City Comic Con, if you're a listener of the podcast and you're going to be there, please send us an, we'll have a form online you can fill out where you could be on the, uh, on the teams. That oh, that'd there. be awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, but that'd I don't, cool. we're not going to open it up to just the general anybody. So if you, if you're a listener to the Kaiju cast and you are interested in being up there, please make sure to fill out this form when we post it. 
The links are not in the show notes for this, of course, because we have not created it. But eventually and very soon, probably we will be making this form if you can be there. I don't know why I'm going into it too much, but I basically want people to come and sort of be predetermined. Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I think that makes sense. You know, we don't want you to get up on stage and then just lose it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that was my plan. It's good. Well, yeah, I I figured you'd do it. (laughs) That's really that's your job. (laughs) <laughs> I can't be here! Anyway. Most panels, I just rip all my clothes off and scream and run away. Good. <laughs> Good. Anyway, that is the, uh, that's the big, the big thing at the show. So we've got hopefully a screening of the documentary. Hopefully this awesome game show. Not that the game show hopefully will be awesome. I know that the game show will be awesome, but oh, hopefully yeah. they accept the panel. Is what I'm saying. Right. So uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I get to try out my host duties. Yeah. And, and I think Dave is going to be like loving it if he gets to do anything funny. Like, <laughs> right. He'll be happy about that. So we're going to go ahead and talk about the next big thing about that. And that's our first ever Portland-based listener party is going to be happening. Mm-hmm. It'll be – I know this. It'll be after the convention – on Saturday, and it, we're going to do it at Killer Burger. So if you're familiar with Portland, we're going to be at the downtown Killer Burger. We'll be putting this all together in like a packet. But, you know, the idea of there being like a crazy cool Kaiju Cast Kadoja booth, crazy cool game show that we're doing, a screening of the documentary and a listener party mm-hmm. all in one weekend. I mean, that makes my work at G-Fest not so impressive, but, you know, four big things in one weekend, I think is totally doable. And I'm yeah. really looking forward to it. Yep. Yeah, that's what's going on for our uh, Kaiju Cast invasion of Rose City Comic Con. Oh, yeah. And that sort of takes us out of our catastrophic events. I'm sure there will be more as the year progresses. Um, I do have a couple of housekeeping things I wanted to bring up. Number one, if you listen to the Daikaiju discussion, you are aware that we have now officially opened up the Daikaiju discussion voicemail to all of the listeners If you are interested in submitting your Daikaiju discussion homework for Monster X Strikes Back, Attack the G8 Summit, then make sure you do that before August 21st. If you want to call in your voicemail, the number to do that is 786-505-2458. But if you want to record your own MP3 file with your own audio equipment, you know, if your laptop has a microphone, you know, just try and make it sound good. You can also email that to controller at kaijucast.com. Once again, the three rules, don't go over three minutes. Don't swear. And try and have your talking points hammered out beforehand so you can present your review in the best verbiage possible. That is going to be the first housekeeping item. The second housekeeping item is that I have been... uh brainstorming. I've been coming up with some cool ideas. So the documentary isn't the last cool thing I ever do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's going to be some more Kaiju Cast things going on. There's going to be some more personal Kaiju Cast or Kyle projects, I should say, going on. One of which is, uh, or two of which actually, I need need some help. And every once in a while, the listeners say, hey, if you need help, let us know. And so this is it. I'm letting you know. I have two projects that I absolutely need somebody's help for because I just do not have the time to sit there and transcribe this information. The first is transcribing video subtitles in a video file into a text script. Now, this is a non-paying gig, but I'm happy to put together like a KaijuCast swag pack for anyone who takes the job. And of course, you would get thanked in the recording. If you're interested in this or the next one, please send me an email either through the contact form on kaijucast.com or just to controller at kaijucast.com. Secondly, I have an interview that I recorded in 2011. So it's a long, it's pretty old. I don't even know the quality of the actual interview because it's been so long. I know for a fact that the audio is completely useless. It's unsalvageable for an audio podcast, but the content itself should still be interesting And I need to get it transcribed so that I can edit it and then potentially publish it. So I could offer the exact same thing as the above, which would be a KaijuCast swag pack and, of course, getting thanked in the sources. Um, But, yeah, you know, this is one of those things like if I if I don't get help doing it, it is literally going to sit there for another four years. 
Ooh, it's been <laughs> almost four years since I recorded this interview. So if you're into that, please let me know. I could really use a hand specifically on these two things. And the first one with uh, that video subtitles, that's something that I want to get done sooner than later because there's sort of a 2015 hook there that I need to, we need to do what we're going to do with this this year. So <laughs> I don't want to say anything more because I think it's a really cool idea. The fact that I need help with it means that somebody could just swoop right in and do it. <laughs> and I don't, I don't want somebody doing that. So, uh, that is pretty much going to do it, not just for the housekeeping stuff, but for the episode. Do you guys have anything else you need to cover or well, any apologies to issue? No, I, I wanted to add one thing to, uh, when we were talking about the Godzilla video game. Uh, I've actually been broadcasting my gameplay on mm. Twitch. I'm Mr. Burf on Twitch. Send me a link. I will include oh, it in the show notes. And anyone who listens is free to watch and you can chat with me and video chat. Well, I'm not going to video chat. I'm not going to point a camera at myself. Sorry. But <laughs> I do text with people while I do uh, my broadcasting. So I will be playing the Godzilla game quite a bit and some other games, but the Godzilla game will be on there. So That's probably the important one for these listeners. That's what people would want. All Unless right. you want to watch me play Metal Gear. So... <laughs> <laughs> Solid, man. So let's... Uh, <laughs> nice yeah! Nice one. <laughs> nice. All right. So like I said, uh, we are going to go ahead and close out the show. So if you found the podcast through iTunes or some other podcast directory, please don't forget or don't be afraid to point your web browser to kaijucast.com where you can see everything that we're about. Not only is every episode on the website, you can also see the schedule for the Daikaiju discussions. There's the contact form. Eventually, that website going to get revamped been starting to think about it recently, and I'm really looking forward to the eventual upgrade whenever that happens. Also, uh, like I said, there are links in the show notes to this episode and other episodes to websites, stories, and articles that we've talked about. There are links on the side to all of our social networks, so Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And uh, also, please do subscribe to the Kaiju Cast. You can listen to us on the website. You can subscribe on iTunes. You can subscribe via Stitcher. If for some reason you have a different podcatcher and you want to subscribe to the Kaiju Cast, let me know, and I'll try and figure out how to get that in there for you. If you love the Kaiju Cast, if you like the Kaiju Cast, please do leave us a review on whatever podcatcher you are currently using to listen to us. It would be very appreciated, and, you know, it does help out in the long run. Now, having said that, I think it is definitely time to wrap things up. Man, we have like just about an hour show, which is pretty Sweet. cool. Perfect. We are going to kill this with one final track. We are going to be listening to a really weird oldies version of the Ultraman theme from Project DMM. And we'll see you in August for something cool. Not sure what it's going to be. Jamata.
this, I mean, how, how much should we go into this? Like, I, we're going to have mean, a, all the way in. All the way in. Not just the tip. Okay. <laughs> oh. What? Is that going to stay in? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. A little too early to say, to be perfectly honest. 